I have to get my nanny takes out before we even start. I never really watched the nanny. I wasn't on my radar at the time. But like, it seems like the gimmick of it is, what if there's a nanny and she's from Long Island? Like that, it's embarrassing because she's from Long Island. Maybe she's from, she has an outer right. borough accent and she's embarrassing. I didn't really watch the show, but I would think that a lot of people did. And I don't think that that would be. You're going to watch the reboot though, right? Uh, yeah, of course. It'll be in space, Wait, won't this it? reboot you're talking about? Has it happened? Is it in I, the works? If you're ever on YouTube and you're looking at uh, Fran Drescher content and there's comments, people are speculating on that. So I assume that the TV executives, they're trolling those comments too. Oh, uh, Maybe she has kids and the nanny is for her kids. Sequel. Or maybe she needs, uh, like she's become mentally incapacitated and she's got to have somebody watch over her while she's like in a coma. What if she ages that, back? I would, I would prefer maybe that. Maybe all the buzz is they're going to make a, a sequel to Beautician and the Beast. Oh, where it's the beast and oh, the beast. Oh, that's cool. Something I've never heard of. And they're going to make a sequel to it? So, I, yeah. I, hope so. <laughs> I can't believe it. I'll probably never hear of that. Let's start the show. Hello and welcome to Every Damn Thing. It's a podcast where we rank everything. I'm Phil. And I'm Jake. And we're here to guide you through the list of everything. Each episode, we take items and tell you where they rank on the list of everything. The list can be viewed by going to everydamnthing.net. You can find a link in the show notes. So we've known each other since around the early 1990s, though it also resembled the 1930s. Once, while sneaking around the Gotham City waterfront. If I recall correctly, we were involved in some sort of jewelry smuggling. No, it was a drug heist. We got separated from our fellow thugs, confronted Batman and seemingly killed him, and eventually ended up hostages of the Joker, who launched into a villainous monologue that was pretty much just a ranked list of everything. Which we memorized, of course, but just then Batman burst into the room. The Dark Knight returned. He came up from the floor. The Dark Knight rised. He knocked everybody out. And when we came to, we'd forgotten the list. So we can now only access the list little bits at a time through a scientific process called shooting the shit. That's how, with the help of our friends and listeners, we reassembled the list of every damn thing. Which is now at 143 items with Dolly Parton at the top and Transphobia at the bottom. Sriracha and Brief are in the middle list. Now, to be clear, when we say Brief, we're talking about a unit of time. We're not talking about the underwear. So if you want to look at the complete list, find it at everydamnthing.net. You can also find a link to that in our show notes. We're joined by uh, our old buddy, Jason. Hey. Classic style episode. Discuss three topics, three homies. I'm prepared. I cleared all this time on the schedule. I'm coming in. Guns are blazing. Get your diapers, okay. y'all. Taco right, Bell. So the, Taco Bell, right. This is submitted by our listener, Emily W. Okay, let's give some background of Taco okay. Bell for people who don't know it. Maybe they're from yeah, out yeah. of the country. They're from a different... But yeah, we, we yeah. do have... We had, we had a UK listener submit something in our last episode, and there's... Plenty of people. There might, there might be Taco Bells in the UK. I no, don't know if I've ever seen maybe them. Maybe they, they have There's different McDonald's. things there. Like they got uh, Spotted Dick in the in taco shell. So, yeah. How about some background? It's a fast food. It was invented by a guy named Bell. Uh, Glenn. Glenn Bell. Yeah. Glenn Bell. I want to say in the 50s. Uh, in the 60s, I think. He saw there was a place across the street from where he had a burger stand. I mean, he might have been a McDonald's franchisee. It was, it was a hot dog stand. Yeah. And he said, oh, they're really selling these tacos. People love it. They can't get enough of it. I want to have something like that. So he made something kind of like that. And thus Taco Bell it was, was the hard shell specifically. Yeah, yeah. That was the big deal. Which is so a weird I, thing. I, I, it's like he got them to show him how to make the hard shell, and he's the one who popularized the hard shell. I, I There's think. There's something about the greasy hard shell that I really appreciate. If I get tacos, I get I go to like a truck or a taqueria usually, but they the a like a grease saturated hard shell is pretty rad. I gotta say, like it's not. Yeah, it's well, not. Taco Bells aren't greasy these days, are they? They used to pretty, be. They're, some, I mean, they're, they're full of oil. They're not. Well, now they're full of cheese. The the Diorito cheese shells now is that the official you really name? got away with words man. like i could have gone my whole life without hearing that but now i got it in my mind and i'm gonna think about it that's cool um, dorito shells i don't know how delicious they are but they look really delicious and i assume they're not vegan they're not oh i, I had them they're not they're not i'm sure special. there's powdered milk in there and it, like crushed you, up what, 
land I'll be honest wood. with you. I want more MSG. In it. When, when you get stuff like that in your food, they tone down the MSG that you would get on a real uh, Dorito, I believe. So it's like yeah. not just MSD, but just whatever the flavor crystals or yeah, yeah. whatever stupid shit they put on it that blows your mind. What I want, they tone it down a little bit. And I think like tone it up, go extreme on it. You're already fucking eating a Taco Bell anyway. Yeah, it's like... it's, let's get rid of dignity and self-respect. Put chocolate pudding in it. I don't yeah. just like, like. <laughs> You're already wearing your diaper because like you knew you were going to Taco Bell. Yeah. I always hear that when Taco Bell comes up, but that's never been an issue for me. Like, I'm not trying to brag, you know, but like, <laughs> like I can go off with most of the things. Because you're just I... fully fine. You're just shitting your pants. <laughs> it's just like. <laughs> you don't need a I, diaper. Okay. Like, uh, full disclosure here. I have to shit no matter what I eat. Right. Right. Like, yeah. eventually, like, there's no escaping it. That's true. Like, and, you, you know, know I'm, I'm probably being a little harsh on Taco Bell because we're not talking about Chipotle. And now that's a diaper inducer. I usually do better with Chipotle. Even I, if, even so, when I get so the So what can Taco test. Bell be compared to? Do yourself a favor. In 1991, Taco Bell released a commercial starring Little Richard. Uh, Super good. And then in 1992, yeah. they stepped it up a notch and Johnny Cash was sell- selling you tacos. Johnny Cash, Willie, and maybe Yes, Lennon. so in 93 is the one when Willie Nelson dropped. That's one of the marks against Taco Bell is that one of the few things I like, speaking of ads, it was promoted, I think, in 1995, and it was when Shaq and Hakeem Olajuwon were playing in the finals. And so the double-decker taco was invented at this time, which is a hard shell wrapped in a soft shell with beans in between. And you can get it vegetarian if you don't eat meat. It's called the double-decker taco. And they were saying that Shaq likes the crunchy side and Hakeem likes the soft side. And they were going to play a one-on-one to settle who was really the best after the finals were over. So it was like a, a promotion. And they kept the double-decker taco for 15 more years until just recently. I, I'm not like a Taco Bell guy, right? I don't I don't go there more than once a year, maybe. But if Double Decker Taco was there, that's what I would get. And I would be happy about it. They got rid of it. Why can't they keep the things? It's not like they don't have shells. What What is it? We've been through this. They're probably going to bring it back. Oh, like with Rod Labors. And- yeah, to drum up uh, you know, attention. I worked at Taco Bell in 1990. Around around 1990, I worked Delicious. in Taco Bell. I don't really remember much from it, although except for the powdered um, beans. <laughs> I want to do a backstroke in those beans. Jake, do you like Taco Bell? No. It's gross. Uh, Jason, do you like Taco Bell? Do you I want love to eat Taco it? Bell, bean burrito, no cheese, red sauce, add onions, delicious. I do want to tell you, though, they brought back potatoes after everyone got in an uproar. All uh, panties were in a bunch when they got rid they, of potatoes, they and they recently it. just brought them back. Well, it's like Jake said. They're, they're pulling things out. They're giving it yeah. back. They're playing games with you. When you were talking about problematic, I thought you were going to mention their whole campaign in the 60s. Run for the border. Oh, that oh was they up were doing until that? the 80s, dude. Maybe even the 90s almost. Yeah. That's just like, because in old movies, people would try to run to the border to escape. Uh, to escape to, the law, to yeah. To escape the law. So it's not like. I wonder if people thought that they could. They, they could avoid could prosecution. If they now that we're talking about it, maybe run bill. for the border. The border is another word for toilet. I don't know. Man. Like, I don't have that problem. I have to shit eventually, no matter what I eat. It's like, I don't have to. Do you, people really shit their pants? This when one's they eat a little, them? sometimes, it, you know, it's it a just, little more pressure going on. Quite fast. I, mean, I suppose I mean, I if have to go I, into great detail about this, yeah, okay. not, I, know, I don't think makes, this is that kind of We show. can change the subject to the Godzilla campaign when Godzilla the movie came out. Are you talking about the Roland Emmerich Godzilla? The 90s one with Matthew Broderick? The, yes. The, yeah, okay. Size matters. <laughs> Very offensive. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, it's about size matters. It's like that's what they're dealing with. Yeah, not a size <laughs> yeah. queen. But little known fact is that the Chihuahua from Taco Bell is also the Chihuahua from Legally Blonde 1 and Legally Blonde 2. It took us career. such a short amount of time to get into talking about Legally Blonde 2. <laughs> Red, white, and blonde. Yeah. There's a third coming out. The Chihuahua is probably gone now, right? Oh, yeah, yeah rested soul. I, so the thing is, I have been known to go to a Taco Bell in the past. It's yeah. not my cup of tea. 
for fast food, I would go to El Pollo Loco or something. And for fast casual, I'd go to like Rubio's or Chipotle or something like this, you know? Yeah, like, for but sure. There's taquerias uh, in my town. I don't need to do any of that. I like Mexican food more than I like burgers and whatnot, but I would still probably go to a Burger King or McDonald's before I go to Taco Bell. Does Taco Bell have fake meat yet? I, not That's yet. That's what's weird is they don't. They're working on it. I remember they were being criticized a lot in the past for like, I remember growing up, they'd be like, oh, Taco Bell meat is not all meat. It's only like, you know, 20% beef. And I was thinking, soy or whatever. if it saves money to only make 20% beef, why can't they just do 0%? I agree. Because then they can't call it beef, I guess. Yeah, but like, fuck it, who cares? But like, why is it that all of a sudden you save money by putting less beef and more fillers in? Until the point where it's all fillers... And then you you can charge more for it, and then it's because people who want all fillers will pay a premium. I suppose. Oh yeah, good point. It's it's weird how that <laughs> yeah. works. They're like, oh, they're saving yeah. money. They're not putting beef in. Oh, this is vegetarian. It actually costs extra. You're like, how you know how does yeah, how does the yeah. math work on that? Like, they didn't have to have a cow. There was no beef involved. And like people said, oh, it's kind of it's gross. It's low quality. And I'm like, the grossest thing you can put. And I'm not even vegetarian here, but like the grossest thing you can put is a chopped up mammal. <laughs> there's nothing more gross yeah. than that you could tell me that's going to go into the meat yeah. like what is that what most else? of that meat is the grossest part of that mammal oh, yeah if every pork chop was perfect we wouldn't have hot dogs as i said yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, i'm ready to go to the list of this I, if you guys are i don't have a whole lot there's I mean, one so, more thing i want to okay, add yeah. if there was ever a sexiest ceo's calendar the former ceo brian nickel would okay. be on that but now he's the Good CEO man. of Chipotle. Ah, Wait, how is he on the radar? Like, how do you know what the Taco Bell CEO even looks like? Because I it... think he's sexy. But I love me some Taco know, Bell. I'm, how, I'm always. How did you happen to see him in the first place? <laughs> yeah, was today the first day that this guy came on your radar? Absolutely not. He's been. On, I've speak? talked about this many a times. The CEO. I didn't okay. realize he wasn't the CEO, but then I forgot that he is the CEO of do you, Chipotle. Do you go around looking up sexy CEOs, or you, you guys sexy don't? CEOs right now. So I, I, I did just think of something that I could say in defense of Taco Bell because I'm mostly I'm not into it. Their hot sauce game is good. It has been for quite a long time. We should talk about the green sauce that they got rid of. They need to bring that back. Because I, I feel like they when do a lot of, about they play like games on people. They, I feel like they do emotional manipulation, cruelly and casually taking away things and then bringing them back, you know, with a warning and then taking them away again. And then the people who are aficionados of the brand, they're like, they have Stockholm syndrome. They have to go along with it. Yeah. They, they love their captor even more. They're in an abusive relationship. They need to stop. We haven't even talked about the cantina or the world's most beautiful Taco Bell in Pacifica. Is the cantina point, the one Jason. where they serve drinks and it's by yes. the ballpark in SF? Yes, but that one doesn't serve alcohol because of the city. There's a lot of Taco Bell cantinas. Yeah, there's a there's one in there's Vegas one that one. is legit. And then and I should mention in the movie Demolition Man in the future, there's only Taco Bell. And it's like there's different kind of levels of Taco Bell, which is kind yeah. of funny because they actually have that. I want to go back to what Jason said. The Taco Bell in Pacifica is really notable. It's right there on the beach. It's the only thing on the beach. It has a walk-up window uh, where you can walk straight up from the beach to get Taco Bell. And while I don't eat Taco Bell, if I was to go to a Taco Bell, it's Cantina now too, is that right? Yes. So if I was to go to a Taco Bell, that would be the one I would definitely go to. Another note that I have about Taco Bell, you reminded me of this when we're talking about fancy Taco Bells, is I went to a Taco Bell once in Mexico City, which is kind of the last <laughs> place you want to go to Taco Bell, but I, I did. And it's this kind of Taco Bell had a valet and a security guard at the door. When you see a valet, do you mean like you he, drove up he helped and you he, get and, dressed? Or do you mean like he... <laughs> no, he parked your car for you. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, that says more about Mexico City That's than like it does about Taco Bell. That's like what was going on Bell, Demolition Man. But, okay, now you guys, can we rank it? What do you yeah, think? Yeah, we, we can rank it. We talked through our feelings about it and we discussed all the facts and we're going to get to it. I love okay, Taco so, Bell, y'all. 
I love we, it more than square pizza. Food chains in here, right? We have Popeyes. We have Popeyes chicken, so it's not the chain, but it's no the just... chain. The place is called Popeyes Chicken. Do you go back and listen to episode whatever thirty four or whatever we <laughs> decided that we were we we're ranking the food specifically the chicken they make, not Popeyes Louisiana Kitchen. Okay, you're right. You're right. Uh, wow, so, you're really, and that's on, you're number really 60. on top of things. So, Jason, if you're saying you love Taco Bell, you're factoring in the stuff you said about your digestive stuff. Oh yeah, I, it's worth it. I love Taco Bell. I think I've told the story before about being in denver with ali m you did yeah and having hidden jake's wife (laughs) (laughs) having uh, a a stash of bean burritos throughout the trip yeah even though they have taco bells there so i don't know why you You, needed did you have them in the trunk of your car (laughs) yes it was they were were in the trunk are are you hoarding them for like the end of the world like very convenient for a vegan you never know when you're going to get your next meal so you stock up on taco bell yeah that's some definite vegan activity is you got some vegan food and then you have a large cache of it like stored away somewhere you know what compartment. i guess i'm just gonna have to say different people like different things man Different like, strokes for so, different folks. Yeah, uh, you know. Do we want to put it above sixty? Jay, sounds like Jason I'm looking at number twenty. 60, honestly, right below number twenty. Right below Phil's shoes. You're talking to the wrong guy, man. Are you looking at square pizza? So honestly, like if we're talking about just the food, I, I like pizza more than I like Taco Bell. So you I like would want pizza, to put it but do you like square pizza? More than yeah, I like talking like, about. At this point, until pizza in general comes in there, square pizza is more or less standing in for it. I would like a crescent-shaped pizza. I, if, if pizza Taco could Bell's be crescent-shaped, corporation. I would want Taco Bell probably fucking underpays their workers. I, oh. I worked there, and it wasn't a great job. It was a long time ago, so I hardly remember it, and I might have been on weed. I like the um, architecture of an, old, uh, of an old Taco Bell, though. You see a place that used to be a Taco Bell, you like it, you know? Uh, Do you another, always another have to point Victorian. out to whoever's in the car that that used to be a Taco Bell? I don't have to point out. I just know it. I, look, yeah. I think to myself, it just, I just, I say, you know what? That used to be a Taco Bell. I feel like it's a flex when I just go, you know, that used to be a Taco Bell. You can tell by the architecture. <laughs> um, so, Phil, you're, you're on board with me with this pizza thing, right? You think it should go below. Yeah, I think it should go way lower, man. Yeah, I, I think it should go way lower, too. I'm okay with it going above Popeye's chicken because at least like their well, main thing. Well, you don't eat thing, chicken and neither do I Jason. agree. Above Popeye's okay. chicken, and we're good. Okay. So we're looking at somewhere between 21 and 60. we got to get somebody look... to come on as a guest who who likes the thing I like, and instead of uh, Jason coming on, and then you outvote me. That person. And last episode we recorded, our wives outvoted me every time. And I, I, it was livid. <laughs> Not every time. <laughs> no, the problem is, though, I'm going to agree disagree with Jake pretty much every time. But yeah. when we have guests in, they usually agree with Jake. I don't like it. <laughs> well, if you find somebody that agrees with you, um, we can got to find someone that will in. rubber stamp. My but the problem is that that person has so. to be interesting as well. So somebody that agrees with you and is interesting. Okay, that's so below the next food down from Square Pizza is bagels. I'm more into bagels in general than Taco Bell. The uh, the food chain. Yeah, me too. I don't know. Carbies don't make Barbies. It's true, but. Yeah, but taco taco about, how about how about pancakes? Pancakes is right below bagels. I like so. pancakes. I don't. I don't like pancakes. Okay. As much I don't as eat bagels. them often. I, I, if you had to put Taco Bell somewhere, and you guys are really want to put it that high, we can put it. Below I don't want to put it that high. I'm I, just working down. Well, I want um, it lower. So like, I see something down there a little bit below that that this I definitely. Is, it's a food I don't like, eat, man. So it's I think, like I think both trading places and and should have backed that ass up could go, which is number thirty six and thirty seven could go above Taco Bell. Oh, me too. Oh, and here we got shirtless men wearing elaborate angel wings, yeah. Tolomei shorts, and furry chacha heels. Yeah, come those on, I man. feel like definitely need to go above Taco Bell. I, I mean, you know, I think it. I think it has a nice Taco home Bell. at sixty above Popeye's chicken. Oh, below Charmander. Yeah, actually. Yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> okay, good call, Jason. 
So uh, Taco Bell, the fast food chain, goes in at number 60, moving Popeye's chicken, the type of food, uh, to number 61. That's going to be controversial. I know there's a lot of people out there who agree with Jason and are going to say that we are wrong and it's too low. But you know what? They can uh, nominate that one to be re-ranked if they really don't like it because we're yeah. going to re-rank If we ever figure out again how to re-rank something. Because oh, yeah. We yeah. Out I don't want to give them once. false hope. Yeah. Listener, we'll talk to you at the end. Um, nomination window is closed but we'll talk to you at the end about how to uh, vote on the things that have been nominated so that we can re-rank one of them but anyways before that we're going to take a break come back rank another thing how's that sound yeah that sounds good great you know what you can't make content without being contentious oh man no. yeah leave that in yeah did we'll you learn that, that in, okay, I, so... in a podcast school yeah yeah they said how to make a podcast with uh, you got to agree with your friends on everything and uh moderate your opinions <laughs> no you got to you know you, we have to be at loggerheads yeah what are loggerheads is that when the logs i don't want that log jamming what is that i, I heard beer immediately I think so i was thinking yeah. it was someone that likes beer. oh logger i always thought of like a bunch of trees coming down and yeah. the, the trees are jammed up in the river I think it is some sort of. Are we still talking about Taco Bell? The trees jammed up in the river. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we're back. As you could tell, listener already. Okay, yeah. So we're ready to talk about the next topic. We're going to talk about the next topic, and this is something that um, Phil wanted to talk about. This is Batman the Animated Series. It's an early '90s uh, cartoon series. I didn't really watch it in its original run. I kind of I aged out of it, or it was like it came out when I was in. uh, I don't know. I just wasn't home. Me too. Like it was ninety two to ninety five. So I was like, yeah, I was late late teens to early twenties, and so I was. You were working at Taco Bell in that era. I was prime for the pump. Yeah, you were like you were right on board. I was right on board. While I was in Southern California visiting my family, I found my Batman the Animated Series toy tote full of my Batman the Animated Series figurines. Nice. Man-Bat didn't fit, which I think was a problem when they designed the case because that thing is huge. Isn't Toy Tote what you call your underwear? (laughs) (laughs) I I got a question, man. So they they sold you a Toy Tote to to hold all the the toys in. Yeah, Big Toy sold me the Toy Tote. But not all the toys, even in that brand, not all their own toys fit. That's bullshit. I think the Man-Bat figure came out way after the Tote was designed. Class action lawsuit. Man Bat was on the second uh, Batman the Animated Series. Oh, you're talking about on Leather Wings? Uh, On Leather Wings, (laughs) yeah. yeah. I believe that was the second episode, uh, maybe the third. The thing is, I would watch, I worked from home for a while. This is like uh, years ago, right? And I wanted to have a TV on when I worked from home. Mm -hmm. So it wasn't, I wasn't just in a quiet house. And uh, I would watch Batman the Animated Series. Like it was on, it must have been streaming at at that point, right? And, Mm -hmm. And so, I just remember watching it and it would just play, play and play. And I'd watch them, you know, and then, I'd, then I'd go make lunch or, you know what I mean? But it would just always be on. So I, pr- I watched all of them like as an adult, as a, you know, it, it relatively recently. And it looks really good. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was great. I loved them. You know, some, yeah. some of them are better than others. There's one where it's like these little kids are being ca- kidnapped by this guy. It's like an Oliver Twist type situation. I thought this one's awful. Or there's one about a little kid. And he befriends Batman. He traps. He has Batman in his basement or something. And I didn't like that one either. But some of them are like they're just really good. It really well done. And I think it's the best. Like it's better than the Batman movies or a comic book or any any other Batman media that's been made. I think a lot of people consider it to be the best adaptation of the Batman comic book. I would consider it the definitive take on the the subject. That's pretty fair because it combines the elements yeah, of the comic it synthesizes it and in, the in other media way. really well. What's also cool is it's made for children, right? So it's like. It's not trying to be, you know, they had a lot of pressure from like censors and whatnot. So mm-hmm. they, they, they had to tone down a lot of like, um, a lot of like sex and violence and whatnot. And at the core of the material, it doesn't need to be like a dark, it's not 
really it shouldn't they, really be a thing that's for adults. It doesn't really make sense if it is. It they tone work. it down, but they managed to get it. They, I think they walked the line pretty good, or at least like it with implication. Yeah. Like yeah, like it, the, the it, females it, in it, many of them, if they're supposed to be sexy, they're pretty sexy. You yeah, know, yeah. Um, they look like a Tex Avery drawing or something. You there know, it are looks guns like... in it. Like these days, a lot of cartoons, especially for kids, might not even have guns in it. You know, and oh, there yeah. are those. There is violence in it. You know, it's got some adult content that's toned down well, enough there, for kids, and also it's sophisticated. It's like a twenty-two minute long little noir film yeah and i kind of like you know a lot of times when you're a teen you want something that's like that pushes the envelope and you're like oh you know what would be really cool about batman if he murdered somebody yeah you want your cartoon but you want with more sex and violence in it right but then i, I was seen as a adult i'm like this is actually the, just the right amount for this material yeah he's a cartoon uh about a guy who um he wants to avenge his parents' murder at the, at, you know, because of gun violence. And so he dresses up like a bat and punches out crazy people and puts them in an asylum, you know? It's also where Harley Quinn originated from. That's oh, right? yeah. 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 Uh, fan favorite like, character. Less famous, but Renee Montoya, who's, who became an important figure, especially in the comics. Oh, yeah. She's one um, of the cops. Was also created yeah. in that as well. I like Clayface quite a bit. Right. And that's my wife's favorite villain. Ooh. Side note, Clayface, later on, there was a movie... That was called Monsterd. Oh god! That I'm pretty sure they took the inspiration from Clayface from Batman the Animated Series. Wait, is it like a trauma film? What is Monsterd? Google it. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure you can watch it on YouTube. I don't know if we'll put a link in the show notes. I don't know how much more to describe. It's. You said enough. I think man. you said enough. I, I we think can speculate. We get the idea. Well, the yeah, idea we... of Clayface is he's an actor. It's like I think he's getting older and he wants to stay younger, so he gets this makeup on his face. He because vanity makes him put this makeup on, and it allows him to like take on change shape, but it also like drives him insane, and he can't yeah. he can't hold it, so he can't keep his job, and he becomes like a a, a sewer dweller, a chud of some kind. Um, you know, he kind of looked uh, like Gary Busey. Yeah. So like the series that we're talking about, in case to give mm. it some context, this is considered by many to be, if not the best American animation series ever. Like maybe The Simpsons is what's really considered. It's, it's up there. Better like than Ren and Stimpy. If you compare it to things that happened before, it looks so much better. It's like when I was a young kid, things that were made for children were made by people who hated their lives, didn't want to be doing it, would rather mm -hmm. have another yeah. job, but they, they're stuck doing making entertainment for children. And it showed yeah. in the material. Like, you watch Scooby-Doo and you're like, these people hate th themselves yeah. and they yeah. hate children. I thought you were describing Lady Lovely Locks, the cartoon. <laughs> I've never heard of Lady <laughs> Lovely Locks, no, but I imagine... Clip, she had little critter friends with tails that were hair clippings. So you oh, can make... Oh, you could put them on. Yeah, you can clip them in. That's how you um, make that money. Yeah, these guys, the guys that created this, they love the source material and it was groundbreaking or at least like really yeah. influential uh, it, uh, a cartoon. It like, it determined what a, what a lot of animation was it also, after that. It, it also gave Mark it, Hamill a, a job. Oh yeah, True, which yeah. like, it's great, funny how Mark Hamill was in the in biggest it. movies in the 80s and then was it because he got in that car crash? He just was gone from movies after being in three of the biggest movies He in was the in three of the biggest movies playing one <laughs> character that I think people only wanted to see him play. Maybe maybe the car crash. But like Harrison Ford is able, to is able to yeah, do it. Yeah, but Harrison yeah. Ford, like, he did it right Indiana Jones right away, so he has already like Mark Hamill's himself, great yeah. as the Joker. It's better. I feel, yeah, like, yeah, really personally, good. I like it more than the your other, your Jack Nicholson and your, you know, because the point is like, they, they try to make that stuff too serious and you can't be serious about this kind of stuff. It's silly yeah. stuff. It, it lends itself better to animation than it does to some live action, uh, live action stuff. You know, they, they, they drew it on dark paper. Like they, they took, oh, wow. they started with, with black and then they worked from there rather than Whoa, the other way around shit, because really? so much that's of it was great. dark anyway. It probably saved the, the yeah. ink, you know, and yeah, it's kind of cool to think because everything is gloomy at night. It's kind of like an yeah. art deco. 
uh, yeah, it's 30s. very Art Deco, like extremely Art Deco. And the fact. designs um, kind of look like that Fleischer. You never see like the old Fleischer Supermans. They, I, they've said that that's an inspiration for it. Well, and also the, the and this is like pretty Deco as well is the Tim Burton Batman movie, which had come out. Oh yeah, totally. Very long before that. I mean, it used the same music. Uh, Danny like, Elfman oh, did yeah. music for both. Sometimes there's some '90s stuff in it. I don't really like. A lot of times Bruce Wayne because they don't want him to dress like Batman. They want the contrast. He wears these like earth tone suits, and I think like, come on, man, like he should have a dark color suit. Yeah, they're not gonna figure out he's batman like make make him wear a dark color suit it would look better i think than than when Speaking he wears of suits uh, in 90s there's a lot of double-breasted suits in it oh yeah yeah d- but i think that's because it's a period piece but, well, but i mean people really in the 90s were double-breasted yeah. like yeah. i was i've been watching martin lately um yeah. <laughs> and there's a lot of big shoulders and double-breasted jackets that was the resurgence of swing I don't want to get off topic, but when you're watching Martin, does Tracy Morgan show up frequently or is he just like occasionally? I haven't. We've we've been watching um, the second season, which Ali is an expert on this, on Martin. She says the second season is the best. We've watched maybe the third or quarter of the episodes. I guess I don't. The the reason I I I never watch Martin, he's so crazy. He is crazy. It's and true. So, yeah. um, let's get back on topic. Oh. So uh, the, the people that created the Batman animated series, the developers were Bruce Tim, Paul Dini, and Mitch Bryan, apparently. Yeah, I, don't, I know, I know and, Tim and Dini. And he's pretty horny for like a, a, a children's cartoon artist from that Batman? era. Bruce Tim. So it's like Bruce he, Tim, yeah. he's always trying to draw like Harley Quinn coming out of a cake or like right, yeah. Poison Ivy got tied was up the 90s, or something. So like pinup stuff was like pretty popular and I think yeah. that kind of and these people in, were like they're in um down in LA at yeah. Cal Arts or something like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, I'm sure they had like the Betty Page cut and whatnot is coming to style. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um Paul Dini was a guest lecturer from one of my classes. I took mm-hmm. a class at UC Santa Cruz called History of American Caricatures and Cartoons oh. that was taught by his sister and he came in and what are the stuff they teach you about Alley Oop? They talk kind about of everything. Tracy? I mean, it went back to essentially it started with, uh, you know, single panel political cartoons, oh, you know, uh, Gin Alley and whatnot, yeah, yeah. Beer Lane, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, I know that stuff. And then uh, it, Beer Street it went yeah. on to, yeah, all the way up through into comics and animation. Um, but when does Batman the Animated Series take place? It takes place inside of a weird parallel universe version of the 1990s that's kind of like the Tim Burton movie, but it's also kind of the 1930s. Like Batman has a computer. But the yeah. computer has buttons on it that light up and it kind of looks like a, it's like a 1930s computer. It's rad. Like in, in the few episodes I watched today, like I watched it some in the, you know, in the mm-hmm. 30 years since it came out, but I watched a, a, a handful of episodes today and, and at least a couple of them, videotapes were used somehow, you know, like somehow yeah. like the watching of a videotape and there video are robots footage. and stuff too. And but like all news footage is black But there are TVs. It's not like it's, there weren't TVs in the 30s. It's just yeah, like, it looks, so it's like videotapes exist in this world, but TV TV is only black and white in this world. And, and cars, design is generally yeah. 1930s Art Deco. I really like it. It works for me. Like, yeah, I was, no. I've been watching it with my son. I'm like, this is really good. Like, it's just beautifully done. I just, I like it and it has a cool, a just cool vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree. Oh, my favorite villain is the ventriloquist. He is like a gangster from like a crime movie. You know what I mean? He's like a guy, he talks like a guy from a crime movie. He's a puppet. Well, well, no, no. The ventriloquist is his the friend. Guy holds Scarface him. is the name of the guy you're talking yeah. about. Yeah, exactly. Scarface is this puppet and he talks like, he t- <laughs> He talks like he's James Cagney or something. And he's yeah. like carried by this guy. It's like a William he's, H. Macy looking guy that, that's carrying around. And it's like the, who has like a, a split personality. It's very like. It's, it's really obvious to everybody. Like they, they make it clear from the very beginning that like, you know, it's a dummy that's being held by this guy. The people that work for him. There's one yeah. guy that's new and is like, hey, he tries to talk to the ventriloquist first. And the dummy's like, why are you talking to him? You know, like I'm the boss. Yeah, they all they all take it seriously. That's my favorite is the way that they, <laughs> they treat him with this deference. They're like, this is a puppet. 
This guy yeah. is a puppet. Being Literally, like when head. he smashes something with his foot, you, you see like the, the ventriloquist is holding his foot up, like making him smash a <laughs> thing. But like, also, but even the ventriloquist, even the guy controlling him, because it's a split personality, doesn't see a difference between the two of them, which is rad. Or does yeah. see a difference between the two of them. And he's and he's afraid. And he's like, oh, and no, he's afraid. He of can the, hear the, me. Yeah. He's in the box. He can listen. He, can, he knows what I'm doing. <laughs> yeah, I love it, it's man. a good episode. It's called Read My Lips. I, I yeah, it's great. I watched that today. Yeah. And Phil's recommendation. Paul Dini was a, uh, had his hand in He Man. The cartoon oh, also did some Tiny Toon Adventures. Oh. What was the other big one? Oh, the Ewoks animated series. He did this some stuff for that, too. This isn't the first time you too. talk about the Ewoks animated series, is it? <laughs> Have you watched it? <laughs> Would I like it? Pour yourself a nice glass of rosé. Yeah. Settle in, maybe. Take a clonopin. I feel like you're not going to enjoy it, and I don't think your son is going to enjoy it either. Beth might enjoy it just because she's the right age to be nostalgic about it. Um, I am aware of it mainly because my brother, who's seven years younger than me, it came out when he was the right age to um, Uh, enjoy it. He was like, hold my calls. I'll be watching this Ewoks animated series. And you don't see Paul Dini's fingerprints on it. It's it's kind of trippy. If you see his fingerprints, that's not good for animation. Yeah, good point. (laughs) I remember it being kind of trippy. What's the, are there, are there that, bad parts about the Batman animated series? Are there things that are not good or don't I, work? I don't think so. The objectification I mean, like, of women. Sure, yeah, yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Although it's Off like... the top of my head. The, 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 the female characters pretty, have agency and stuff. It's not yeah, like... Yeah, they have a, quite a bit of it. I mean, it's like that is a general problem with superhero stuff. Well, like Poison Ivy, they do a little subversion of tropes to to some extent. But it's true. It's like you're putting these gender roles on these kids and it's like 1930s. Uh, yeah. uh, type gender. There's a femme fatale, for example. There's like, a, you know, it, and it's stuff that like kids aren't watching a lot of noir films. So this is their first exposure to that kind of stuff. And there's some like. Although I would think at the time, like in, in terms of the women characters, some of the women characters that are in it, well, there is the objectification. It, it pro- there's probably a number of good role models, for example, uh, Renee Montoya. Oh, is, yeah, yeah. Is, and she's like a woman who has agency. She's not super sexualized and she's treated seriously. Whereas like similar characters for little girls at the time. They, they might not exist. It's either going to be like some sort of princess situation. Yeah, yeah. You know, or like, and another one is Catwoman, who's more or less a good guy in it. You know, she's like a love interest. Uh, yeah, and but she's... they're presented as like, you know, like I said, the people who drew and wrote this, are they're pretty horny dudes. So it's like, yeah, true. They, yeah. they're yeah. like, uh, I, yeah, Jason's got, he's, he's got a point on that. That's one, a good point. Know? There's issues with Batman, the character that we could get into, but like, I, oh, we're, not, we're not really he's, doing he's the character. He's a rich guy. And he goes around and he punches out poor and crazy people when he could actually be solving the problems. And I would think that that is something that would factor into this. But that's more for when we rank Batman the character. Yeah, yeah. But it's just something to consider uh, with this. But I I think and if there's any other Batman, I kind of like the movie, the Christopher Nolan movie where um, but Bane's voice is so ridiculous. It's hard for me to to get. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. I really like the other Batman. I like all the other Batmans, to be honest, except for maybe some some of like the early animated stuff. But I like the 60s series is fun in a different way. Oh, yeah, yeah. My All son hates it. He, he's terrified are... of it from a young age and he won't ever let... I tried to show him that old, uh, the 60s Batman. He's right. like, no, I won't. And even now, he's like, please don't. One of my favorite women characters from the Batman, the animated series was Talia Agul. She was yeah, badass. Yeah, her dad is trying to fix Batman up with her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, so let's rank Batman, the animated series. Uh, one thing that's very close to it is Watchmen, the comic book at number 12. My love of the medium of comics yeah. makes me want to put it below this. What about and, Senate, and then so there, then we're Saturday Night down. Live at 24, which I think Saturday Night Live has a body of work. The killer to filler ratio for Saturday Night Live is not what it is on Batman the Animated Series. Like, you know, you could watch a random sketch from a, a Saturday Night Live in 1980 and it's not going to be good, right? Like, yeah. you, you have to watch 10 before you might find one that you like. Whereas a randomly chosen Batman episode is probably going to be good. Um, right, but if you stacked up like the all same, the good was, the, all the good stuff of Saturday Night Live over their forty years, or however years, long, yeah, 
Um, yeah, so yeah, I would have say so you want to put it would have to go below Saturday Night Live. Let's look. Yeah, and see. but I think that we're looking at it in a good area here. So um, there's the, the Three Stooges, so, which is like a pure distillation of a certain kind of thing. That's thirty-one. Yeah, yeah. I think that is closer to me. There's Shakira, to, who Shakira could play if they said um, it's a Poison Batman Ivy. movie. Shakira's going to play Poison Ivy. I'd be like, yeah, that she sounds could play right. Catwoman too. Oh yeah, yeah. She could play Renee Montoya pretty easily, I think, as well. Oh, I saw because... more Rosie Perez play Renee Montoya. She does, yeah, and I think yeah. she does a great job. Does she? she? Rosie Perez plays Renee Montoya in the Birds of Prey movie. Oh, oh I didn't see it. So. <laughs> I didn't see the Birds um, of Prey movie. <laughs> oh, it's it's pretty good. Oh, wait, actually. maybe I, I, I did actually. Secure so, somebody who I really like enjoy music but i i think i kind of want to put this above shakira but that's weird because i mean be putting it above trading places which is yeah it's also weird that truman show now seems too low i kind of think we should okay but um uh, i haven't seen truman show um that one got sprung on me i didn't have a chance oh, truman Show's incredible second. man it's great okay um, there's a tv series watchman tv series which is pretty well done you know pretty like well it, done it is where is that yeah, at what number that's is that? number 68 that's further down 68 uh, that's too far uh, down it, it's pretty too far late down. though man it's there so. um and, and and right below that's an animated character jessica rabbit yeah but i feel like the batman animated series can go above both of those yeah i think it should now uh so let's say if we say that the ceiling for it would be i guess three stooges which is 31 and Watchmen TV series was 68. So there's a lot of room in between there. What do you think, Jay- um, Jason? What, what kind of vibe are you getting for this? You know, I think it would be great right below the Three Stooges, right above Bagels. Right there. Okay. Oh, I thought you were going to say, yeah, okay, yeah, that works for well, me. Hold on. I'm not ready to put it quite there yet uh, because of trading places mainly. Well, here's the thing. There there's are Black other Trace movies. Trading Places, there, trading places yep. is kind of similar to Batman the Animated Series because they're both kind of like updates of a of an older a formula of our older model. Train Places right. is kind of like a, a 1930s movie, but updated with cursing and stuff in it. And Batman is yeah. kind of like a 1930s noir, but made for children uh, with superheroes in it. So they both kind of like, they're both timeless in a way and they both age pretty well. I would say Batman the Animated Series has probably aged better than Trading Places because of a particular scene in Trading Places. Yeah, I agree. But it's not as entertaining. Like, I mean, it doesn't have Eddie Murphy, like there's, in his prime in it, you know? There are, I feel like there's stuff in Batman the Animated Series every bit as good as when Dan Aykroyd is pulling his beard out of the out of the uh, salmon, you know, you know, the Santa Claus beard, and it's stuck yeah. in the salmon, and he's on the bus eating it. You know what? Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to sign off on putting it right below Three Stooges. All right. That sounds good. So Batman the Animated Series goes in at number 32, uh, which moves Bagels, the food, to number 33. And we uh, will take a break and come back and rank the last thing. Have you started up the recording apparatus again, Jake? Oh, we're supposed to record this? Oh, no. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. okay. Um, you took so out the, the last stuff thing I said. Sub- Wait, you took all the, all the stuff I was saying right there. Yeah. Out, right? Okay, good. Uh, uh, the last item is was submitted by a uh, listener, Chris L. He submitted for us to rank crossbows, which is a type of weapon. It's kind of like a mechanized bow and arrow. It, it's pretty cool, man. Uh, I got to say. pretty cool. And they've been around for about 3,000 years. Um, yeah. They're mostly they not. apparently in Asia, right? Yeah, and they don't. They used to be used, you know, by like soldiers and whatnot. And now I think they're mostly used by like enthusiasts or like uh, yeah. uh, weirdos. Weirdos. Um, <laughs> but, but like, you know uh, so, what? Can you use a crossbow and then shoot it like up to the top of the castle, and it has a rope attached to it, and then you climb up the crossbow? You're you, you talking about a grappling hook. I thought grappling guns were real because Batman it has a, like ba- like. The, in Batman yeah, the animated series, he'll have a grappling gun. And so I thought, oh, that's a regular thing. Those actually exist. That's not a real thing. Only Batman has ever been known. It's only a Batman thing. Like, they don't even exist in other movies. You see them in other other media. There's Maybe one in Minecraft. By Batman. Oh, yeah? 
I think after Batman, there's there's a lot more because I, I, I'm sure they got to be in like James Bond movies and shit like that. I just I was looking for for grappling guns and all I could find was Batman. Like you know, oh, I, searched I mean for it. the Minecraft. Grappling I was hooks. just talking about a crossbow. But it could be like because yeah. I had been looking at Batman the Animated Series for the show. That's why. It, like I told you about how uh, every time I try to look on anything on YouTube, I just get like um like sexy Fran Drescher content. Yeah. Like th- there is no other content. Me. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's, but it's frustrating, you know. When I'm trying to look for something else, frustrating so. because of how excited you are. Yeah, like I, I'm like, I'm like, hold hook. my calls. I'll be dealing with this right. for a while. Welcome, yeah. distraction. Grappling hooks probably have been around uh, for even longer, and yeah. seems like crossbows, the crossbow type weapons, were used by the ancients in the in the yeah. West as well, uh, Greeks and Romans. And then it seems like they kind of like weren't used much during the Dark Ages, uh, and then came back into uh, resurgence the, in the medieval Europe. Um, but they never really became so big that I don't think that they were replaced because they're... Well, they were physically big because there was the ballista, which is a giant crossbow. Does that? Are we counting that? Um, yeah, I think that does count. Uh, right. Yes, which was also used, again, like and, and, used and, and, by the, the, the Greeks and Romans, but then f- fell out of usage, I think. I recall also that there's a... You know in Macbeth when they say to screw your courage to the sticking point? Lady Macbeth tells right. them that. She's like talking about you, when you're screwing your courage, you screw the crossbow until it sticks. You're bolt? screwing your courage to the sticking point. You got to screw so the crossbow until it sticks. If it's screwed on, how does it release? The, the, when you turned it, it was called screwing it. So okay. when it's you not read, literally like a she's not thing. saying screw your courage. She's saying take your courage is like a crossbow. You have to screw it until it sticks, like until it goes chunk, and then you can get ready to release it when you kill uh, uh, the guy yeah. Macbeth is killed. It's like out out damn spot. I know what you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah. Um, I was about to make so, that reference. They're not talking too. about a dog. Yeah, they they never became as as like especially the handheld one never became big. I think if guns because were banned. Would people be using crossbows it, all the time? Are they legal? Are there rules against crossbows? Like, can people have them? Can I hope I we one? never find out, Phil. Is Ted Nugent hunting around with crossbows? He's, or he's he... a bow hunter. He's not a crossbow hunter. Which brings me to the point I was trying to make, actually, uh, before you interrupted me, that uh, uh, the crossbows are expensive to make and and difficult to reload, so they never really replaced like bows and arrows as as a main thing. And then by the time they even yeah. maybe could have, uh, gunpowder came along, so they were never like a, a massively used. It's like a VHS cassette in a way. Yeah, like enthusiasts are into them. But like it's a technology cut between two competing technologies that both do the same thing, maybe cheaper or better. Or, you know, if you want something that's really quiet and isn't complicated, you would have a bow. And if you want right. something where you don't care if it's loud or if there's a lot of machine parts in it, then you would use a or it's sounds like, like you're describing laser discs. OK, <laughs> well, it's kind of like how video stores, as we think of them, like a, a, a video, a home video store. The first ones came out in the mid 80s. And by the mid 90s, they were pretty much on the way out. So like they had a 10 year run. That was a that was only a very small window of time where that was like a business you could get into. I say on the way out because they were being driven out by chains, you know, and, by then, chains with, and then and then 10 years within, after that, the chains were gone or a little bit more. But yeah. yeah. So you think like in retrospect, it was obviously a transitional technology. And so maybe cro- but crossbows had a long run. They were around. They from did. Yeah. A thousand BC. They're still around now. I mean, yeah. Yeah. I don't know where you would get one. I guess. Uh, I mean, online. I'm sure. Also, when was the last you time you watched Weekend at Bernie's on your crossbow? Wait. Oh, I bet you. Yeah. You mean uh, well? You could put like a little. Um, you could watch it on your phone and have the phone balance on the crossbow while you're sitting waiting for the a deer to walk by or whatever. Do you but, work for Big Crossbow? Is this part of the marketing campaign? Yeah, we got to get a crossbow sponsorship. So crossbows to me, like I'm excited by them because I think maybe because of my age a little bit, I'm not sure. There's a lot of places where they come up in popular culture. For example, I think the first time I saw one, I don't know if you call this a crossbow because it seems to shoot some sort of laser, but it's carried by Chewbacca in. in 
in Star Wars. Is it a crossbow? Um, he he carries something shaped like a crossbow. Okay. All right. I, I did some research. I, it looks like, yeah. uh, apparently, okay. it's called a bowcaster. It's a traditional Wookiee weapon. I got this from uh, the data bank at StarWars.com. A tra- traditional Wookiee <laughs> weapon. Um, it's handcrafted. I don't um, think I don't know if this counts, man. It has a different name. Well, I bet. Look, it looks it looks just like a crossbow. And listen to this: if you, when you listen to the technology right. that it, like how it's used, it's pretty much a crossbow. I mean, if the, whatever the thing you said, the band, what's that thing? The big the thing? giant ballista. If that's a crossbow, then I think this is too, because it fires some sort of metal ballistic thing, which is encased in plasma energy, which is why it looks like a laser, even though it really isn't a laser. It's just encased oh, in laser-like energy. So, okay, you solved uh, the problem. I, I think that. I think that it counts, and it's handcrafted okay. just like traditional ones are, but it uses you know <laughs> galactic technology, of course. Could you just get um, a laser pointer to do that? Did you guys know that Wookie is spelled with an I and two E's? No. It's not W O O K I E. Like cookie, it's, man. No, no, no. It's like cookie if you added a second E onto cookie. the E. No, cookie has two. Oh, you're right. <laughs> it's spelled with the I and two E's. Oh, I just E's. outed myself as not knowing yep. how to spell cookie. So moving on to the next appearance in popular culture for me for the for the crossbow right. is Scarlet from G.I. Joe. She carried a crossbow. Oh, uh, okay. All right. It, like similar to Chewbacca. I, th- I bet you in the cartoons um, it, it shot like a, had a boxing glove on the end of it or something. And I, th- I bet it appeared to shoot lasers like all of their guns did as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's messed up because like a laser can be like it can burn somebody's face off. And somehow when we were kids, they were always trying to have people shooting lasers at each other. Which It's and, like they were on stun or something. Yeah, but like it would have been pretty bad to get hit by a laser. I mean, I mean, people get cancer and whatnot from that sort of stuff. So then in 1992 or 1982, rather, um, uh-huh. the Wolverine limited series comes out. It's a four issue limited series. Wolverine's first solo book. And um on the cover of number issue number four by by Frank Miller, he has a crossbow, and that was an early appearance of a crossbow for me as well. I saw. I don't that, think of him as a dude who would have a crossbow because he think, in that in that series he like trains in uh, Japanese weaponry crossbow. or something, and it's ninja shit. So um, I don't. Does know he have it in the movie that they made with Hugh Jackman? Does he ever have a crossbow? I don't think so. I don't remember seeing it. Um, He's also lighting a cigarette, and there's a laser or a scope that's on the crossbow. There's not a scope on the crossbow. There's a scope on the crossbow. Really? Yeah. No. Why would he? No. There's no scope on the crossbow. I'm gonna hold on. Apparently, he wasn't he a sharp shooter. Why would he after need a, all, what does he need a scope for? It? With his heightened senses and with his ninja. Well, uh, he connection? needs a scope. Apparently, is there a scope on the crossbow? Sorry, okay. listener. Pause what? while we look this. Up. Looky here. What is that? Oh, holy shit! There's a scope on the crossbow. That is fucking silly. I, I'm just Miller. impressed that like they used to be smoking aloud in uh, Marvel yeah. comics. For yeah, the true, that's a good point. Yeah. Uh, you, that comic well, could is, be you can find that smoking. for as much as two thousand dollars on eBay. You can get the whole series for like twenty thousand if it's signed by like everybody, including Stan Lee. Um, okay. And then the giant crossbow that you talked about appears in Game of Thrones. Um, it's it's something like that. It's similar to the one the Greeks and Romans had, but the, the one in Game of Thrones is much bigger. It seems like you could also use it as a means of transportation. You could uh, have the giant ballista. You could sit on the arrow you could ride it like a horse and then shoot it over the mountain or over across a river or something you, you know? could ride it to the moon probably it's a prominent yeah, totally. weapon in the walking dead oh yeah oh, Norman Reedus's character a, so have you ever yeah. shot a, 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 a crossbow in real life i think i have but i can't remember i might have just imagined it as a kid i, I, I have been... once i had a friend who was into stuff you know you have growing up that you have a friend who's into stuff like that I had a friend who was into stuff like that, and he let me shoot at some. And it was kind of cool, I guess, except it's It's a bitch to load, right? Yeah, you had to screw screw it all the way to the sticking point. Yeah, that damn spot. Yeah, exactly. So you had to say it as you do it to keep, you know, to remember. Um, And to be honest, I've actually shot a bow more, and and that was more fun for me. So that's just me personally, yeah. Yeah, I'm on board with that as well, I think. I mean, crossbows, conceptually, they're really cool, but like, 
practically, I think they're not quite I would cool. imagine it squeaks. It's like I have the squeaky crossbow. Uh, it's yeah. like rickety. It's like I have a chair. You might know this because you have to edit this podcast, but I yeah. rock, sometimes my chair squeaks. Imagine a like a crossbow. It would be always. I thought you were sitting on a crossbow this whole time. I'd be cool with a harpoon, personally. Oh, is a, is a harpoon a kind of crossbow? I don't know, but uh, I prefer harpoon over a crossbow. The, the thing that fun. shoots a harpoon, I think, maybe is because I don't know how common those things were. Actually, the ones that were like where they were projectiles. I think most harpooning was done by hand. But um, I gotta say, a bow is so much cooler to me. When you see a bow, like I like a good move is like a Robin Hood will like shoot an arrow over like yeah. something and and he shoots the arrow like through a window and he he climbs his way up. You know, yeah. Batman or Zorro. You know what crossbows remind me of you saying that crossbows and how they relate to bows. It makes me think of like in '90s gangster movies uh, when people would put their guns sideways. Like that was a cool way to hold your gun in the '90s. A crossbow is just kind of like a a '90s gun held. <laughs> like it's like you take the bow and hold it sideways to make it like seem. Oh cool. yeah. yeah, it's like it's more yeah. urban. It's, maybe it's less practical. That's Do you guys want to get to rank it? That's probably um, yeah. I'm ready to rank it. Yeah, I'm ready. Is there any? So there's other tools on here. I don't know if there's any other weapons. Zipper hmm. jeans are sort of weapon. <laughs> yeah, well, let's start from there. Zipper jeans. Uh, zipper, zipper jeans with no at? underwear. Oh, yeah. So, well, there's they're both on there. Yeah, so that's uh, number one eighteen. Okay, okay. I would it... say it goes above that. Okay, here's the thing: we have an epidemic of gun violence in this country. I don't want to talk too much about it, bring you guys down, but like, imagine if instead of guns, everybody had crossbows. It would be much harder for people to be shooting each other. So they'd have to reload it. Or yeah, exactly. imagine they'd have, they'd have to turn it all the way till it stuck. Imagine instead of everyone having guns or crossbows, they have Nerf guns. So yeah, oh. maybe we. W- I'm not a big fan of Nerf guns because they're always the darts are all over my house. But maybe We're, we get below. There, Nerf oh, guns I meant to tell you, there's one in a planner in your backyard that you probably don't <laughs> know about. Jason, there's a lot more in every planner. They're so in every so Nerf gun is a good, is a good example because Nerf gun yeah. is a. Is a silly toy that looks like a gun for kids, and a crossbow is a silly toy that looks kind of like a gun for adults. I and I do just want to say though, 101 is the word moist. <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah, that's number 101. Okay, uh, so Nerf let's guns think, was 102. Let's think about this, man. Oh, it's you know that the word bolt comes from crossbows, like a bolt of lightning. Yeah, it's because yeah. of, it's like a crossbow bolt. That's pretty cool. Yeah. All right, I did know that. Um, oh, but I thought I was gonna. I thought the, you were gonna say, "Wow, you're so smart." Some of the listeners didn't. I would say crossbows should be lower on the list because of all the so. agonizing I mean, pain that people have been caused by them. Oh, they yeah, took a crossbow bolt to the leg, and now before penicillin, and you can't. There's no antibiotics, since so they have to amputate the leg. Would you pee you on know? it like you would if you got jellyfish? It doesn't sting? work. That you pee on it, man. You can't just pee. Can I, it, it's can not I gonna, just pee on it? You okay, could. so let's jump back down to um, what we had mentioned before: is zipper jeans worn with no underwear? Yeah. Now that's that's like a technology that, like, I guess can be useful, but can be a big bummer. That's at yeah. one eighteen. Yeah, I guess that's a, a good place for it. Maybe a I little mean, bit higher. Let's. Think. I would want to put it lower than that. You want to put it higher than that? You think? Well, public humiliation is bad, man. Like public it, humiliation is one seventeen. It could be. Good, it's not always but... bad. I mean, it's, I guess, and I guess crossbows aren't always bad if you're using them like to defend yourself. Yeah. Against, Although, if you uh, were trying to defend yourself, they might not be the best either. You know. True. Yeah, you'd have to load it and reload it. I would um, say the ceiling would be moist. You know, Macbeth should have killed the guy with a crossbow. That would have made it for a better story, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why don't they? Why Macbeth should have killed Macbeth him with is... kindness, honestly. And also, Jesus should have, at, later in the Bible, he should have had to use the gold, frankincense, and myrrh that he got when he was a baby. He should have yeah. used those, you know, later on in the Bible. Like to like someone was chasing after him and he could have used, he could like thrown it in their face and they became disoriented. Totally. So I'm sorry. So it seems we seem to be moving backwards now. Sorry. The thing that, 
Sorry. I just wanted okay. to say moist for a third time. Okay, so uh, moist is... I think is... it should go under moist. Moist is a good word. It's bringing you joy right okay, now. Okay, below Absolutely. moist. So, okay, and so we we, had, we were talking about zipper jeans, but you, you were thinking they should go above zipper jeans with no underwear. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. Um, yeah. And I think they should go above public humiliation. And I think they should go uh, below no-show socks because no-show socks you want when it's hot. Yeah, like, it's like it's like a crossbow. There's a time and place when you went when you want to have it, and then it's and it's appropriate. And it's good. Like the same can be said about a Tommy Bahama shirt. Yeah, so they're, they're all right around there yeah. in, in that same in that same. Yeah, area. okay. I, I think that we could put it right below um, no show socks if everybody's okay with that. Yeah, I'm okay with that. Okay, so crossbows, the weapon, goes in at number 117, moving public humiliation, an idea, but also a type of weapon, uh, to number 118, um, which means that we have completed our task for today. We've ranked these three things. The list is now at 157 items. Thanks for listening to Every Damn Thing. We hope you enjoyed it. Go to everydamthing.net for the updated list and show notes. Also go there so that you can vote to decide which item we're going to re-rank in a few episodes. If you've already voted, you can still go back and vote. You can vote once per day. Um, if you go look, you could probably see that the item that you want to re-rank has just, it's moving down. So you got to go back and make sure yeah, it gets, it gets back up there. Vote. So that's the one that we re-rank. And tell all your friends to do that as too. So, you know, you could start a campaign about it if you want. If you have something you'd like us to add to the list uh, in general, uh, you could tell us there or you could email it to us at listateverydamthing.net. Find us on Twitter and Instagram, and you can suggest topics there as well. Subscribe to the show wherever you got this episode. Our theme is by Jade Puget. And if you enjoyed the show, please rate it, review it, and recommend it to a friend. Uh, also, thank you, Jason, for coming on the show. Thank you. And thank you, listener, for listening. And uh, we'll see everybody next week. We won't see you. Yeah, yeah you get the idea. <laughs> <laughs>